Hi everyone. Um welcome to the fifth episode of In the Moment with Mombi. We are at week 5 of the podcast and I hope you've had as much fun as I have. I thank God because you guys are actually experiencing my growth as a podcaster and as a creator firsthand. Um it's quite vulnerable I won't lie, but it's all for a good cause and above everything for the glory and honor of God's name. So I hope you had a good week. Um my week wasn't bad either. I'm grateful for what God is doing in my life and in the lives of the people in my life. <laughs> That's such a tongue twister. Sindio? Yeah, but um this week I was reminded of a quote I threaded a while back and it read, I may not know the future, but I know who holds the future. Just a moment for that to sink in. I may not know the future, but I know who holds the future. And that has been extremely comforting to know, to lean on and to trust because the one who created me, the one who chose me, who sent his son to die for me and who continuously assures me of his unending love um calls my future and that immediately gives me so much security reassurance and confidence to know that my life and future are safe in him um god is so good and i love that i'm learning to trust god with all areas of my life all areas including my future it's such a relief to leave the hard work to someone else honestly <laughs> and you should try it to you know you will love it and that's your TED talk of the week you're welcome <laughs> um yeah so that really encouraged me this week and i hope it can be an encouragement to someone that even though you do not know of the future you know who holds the future um honestly it's it's such a relief to know that we can trust god with every area of our lives even the unknown even the future and yeah Um let's get into today's episode which is going to be a little light-hearted <laughs> and it's also going to be a special dedication to my parents who are my biggest cheerleaders <laughs> uh for raising me in a god-fearing way and generally helping me become the phenomenal the phenomenal <laughs> the amazing um and wonderful person and woman i am and i'm still becoming and with that said today i'll be sharing my fondest sunday school memories with you so let's get straight into it um so as i shared a couple of weeks ago i am a pastor's kid born and raised as one all my life i have grown up seeing what living a life of faith and ministry really really means i grew up around people who loved and feared god and that is something i have grown to appreciate and i would say is the best thing my parents have done for me So my parents will tell you I grew up um loving and serving God from an early age. You know that kid that's usually um the Sunday school leader giving other uh other ki- kids instructions and dancing at the very front. That was me. <laughs> I was very bold and courageous. I even led other children and teenagers who are way older than me. I'm talking about teenagers and I was just about maybe 4 5 years old and yeah that's how I grew up very bold and courageous and at that time my dad was the assistant pastor at the Full Gospel Church in Kitui town 
and it was a big church. It still is a big church. And for many years, we lived um, two minutes away from the church. We used to walk to church. <laughs> it was actually like two buildings away from church. And my dad had ensured that church was easily accessible to our family and I really loved that. I loved the home fellowships we'd have and the conferences that would take about a week long and the other branches of um, within the Kitui region would come and camp um, in church all week. I loved the Sunday school and the uniforms we had. I was this part, I was part of this um, team that was called Kids Kids of Paradise. <laughs> and we had the best songs, best dance routines and the best poems um, that I even remember till date. You know, it was that intense. <laughs> and and after Sunday school we had this ritual where we would um, go to some part of town that that is known as Mjini, uh, where we would eat sunflower, mm, sunflower, <laughs> mabuyu, also known as Baobabs, Barafu, which kids of these days call popsicles, ice pops. We used to call them Barafu, you know. <laughs> and Miazikarai. Um, and that was probably the best part of my Sunday school life, you guys. Uh, but for me, I would do it secretively because my mom was not for the idea. If you grew up with me, then you, you, you know my mom was very protective. My parents generally were very protective of me. So I would sneak um, with the other kids and we'd go to Mjini and, you know, enjoy uh, really quick before the adults, <laughs> you know, finished their service. And, um, and then also uh, we would also play Kati. If you don't know what kati is, I don't know how I can explain it to you, but <laughs> we'd play kati and skip rope after Sunday school. Um, yeah, and uh, Sunday school was really that place that allowed me to experience my childhood because at home I was the only child, so I didn't have playing mates. And also our school was quite strict considering it was a Catholic school, so it was really all about books, no games. Um, so Sunday school was really the place where I would interact with other children and just, you know, experience childhood um, in that way. Um, yeah, something else that I really liked about church was that lemon concussion that they would prepare for pastors. Hey, so that concussion would slap <laughs> and then it would come with this red thermos. <laughs> So what would happen is I would always time for that uh, for that moment when you know the ushers would serve my dad and then I would go up on belly and sit on my dad's lap and drink the whole thermos um, and just I really used to look forward to that and till date I love love lemons I take lemons every day <laughs> because of that concussion I, I don't know what they used to do to it but. There's just something about that Sunday concussion that would slap different. And yeah, I just have this vivid memory of me like uh, waiting to drink that lemon concussion in that red flask. And then um, after church, I would rush home um, to watch the stomp on NTV now. Me, what was crazy? If you were born 
and or to, yeah, 2003 or five. You probably don't know what the stomp is, but hey, before we had Rauka and Kubamba, we had the stomp, and those were good old days. <laughs> I remember this too. I think I think the montage was this song by Kirk Franklin, and the stomp is something I used to look look forward to every 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 Sunday after church. Um, it was really exciting. Um, I'm actually I actually have such a big smile on right now when I remember this part of my childhood. And then back in the day, Christmas was such a big deal, you guys. Um, they don't do it like they did like we did back in the day, you know would have a month of rehearsals like after once schools were closed we would have a month of rehearsals for verses songs poems and the christmas skit and then um, it was a whole production and everyone took their role seriously including the goats and the sheep <laughs> which i played for many many years i was part of the goats and the sheep <laughs> that were being being guarded by the shepherds um and then yeah, Christmas was definitely the best time of the year and it was made complete with the new uh, Christmas clothes, shoes and hair. Kwanza me, I, I would take that department extremely seriously. <laughs> I had to have a new outfit for Christmas. And I vividly remember when I grew up and I started, you know, despising dresses because I felt like they were making me feel like a little girl and I was starting to feel like I'm growing up. And I remember there was this time where me and my mom had a whole disagreement on a particular trouser set outfit that I wanted. But then she wanted a certain long dress for me. And I remember it was peach. But then I didn't want that dress. I wanted the trouser suit, which was some shades of... It was pink and creamish. It was really beautiful. And it had slits on the end, on the edge, yeah, of the trouser. But then it was still not slits that were revealing. It was still slits that still had the trouser inside. I don't know if, if I make sense, but I remember it was a whole thing. But at the end of the day, I had to get both outfits because my dad supported me. And then my mom still, you know, she still got me the dress, which I think I wore on New Year's. I don't remember, but <laughs> that's a story for another day. Um, I know my mom probably felt like she was losing her small, innocent little girl. Um, but then this this Christmas clothes, eh, they were such a big deal. <laughs> I don't know if kids of these days um, still do it like that, but back in the day, it was a whole thing. And then when I was nine years old, we left for gospel and my dad started a church. I, I hope I have the years correct because I think that was in 2009, if I'm not wrong. Um, and then um, that made up the remaining part of my childhood and teenagehood. What I remember about this part of my life was so many missions, camps, concerts, and keshas. Hey, guys, it's like we used to live in church. <laughs> and I remember like when we started the church... Um, for the for for a while, uh, my family and I were the were the congregation, 
Uh, we were part of the choir, we were still the ushers, we were everything, you know, before the church grew. And it was such a precious moment um, in my life. Uh, we went to so many missions within and out of Kitui County. I remember we went to Garissa, Malindi, Central Kenya, Taitataveta, Narok. We even preached inside the Mara, you guys. <laughs> you know, they have churches inside the Mara and people actually living in the Mara wild. Um, so we we went to church there. Uh, we 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 um, would go for those annual world explosion conferences by Dr. Lai in Mombasa for like a week, you know. <laughs> and I remember there was a time we even came to Nairobi when TD Jacks came to Kenya. If I'm not wrong, it was at Uhuru Park for three days, and I think I was six years. And actually, I remember so vividly. I even got face painted like. Um, I had a face paint of a yellow uh, butterfly on my face. Like I even remember that picture. And then the background was definitely Uhuru Park. And I think we could see some parts of KCC <laughs> on the background. I know my parents know that photo. Um, but then, yeah, like that was my childhood, just church and missions. And then there was also a time we went to Tanzania for a mission. And on my on our way back, I almost said on my way back, but on our way back, my parents were, were briefly arrested by some corrupt cops at the border, you know, the cops who want some bribe. And then for about an hour, um, for about an hour, I was left in a bus full of strangers at like 2 a.m. and here I cried for my parents <laughs> and those people in the bus did not know peace because I only rested after my parents got back so yeah I, I definitely remember I was uh, in class uh, four at that time because I was nine years old and I remember um, that mission it was very interesting uh, we stayed there for about two weeks and we went to Mwanza, um, which is a province, I think. And then we went to another district known as Simbo. They had this really big choir. And I remember, like, we got so many kitenges <laughs> during that time. And also, I was quite young. I remember bits and pieces of how powerful that mission was and every other mission that I, I, I accompanied my parents to. And then... Also, guys, did you have a complete Sunday school experience? If Destiny Kids and Cedarmont Kids are not part of your Sunday school playlist, hey? If you do not, if you do not know this, guys, Kanza, let's start there. You really missed out on your Sunday school experience. Destiny Kids are those kids from Nigeria, Kinari, Joyce, Favor, and Joshua, who are my age mates, who were and are my age mates, and now they are married. Gosh, Nikama Mimi, I was left somewhere sleeping because, hey, make it make sense. <laughs> uh, well, others are growing up. It's like, Kidogo, I stalled and uh, I'm starting to grow up, you know, but anyway, times and seasons for everybody, but it's so surprising. And hey, Hmm. One of the popular songs we used to sing for those children was this song that was called Fire or the Devil Fire. We were literally firing Satan and calling him a foolish and a madman. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Hey, hey, if you know the song I'm talking about, 
you had an interesting childhood. If you know the song I am talking about, your childhood was lit because this song, we were taking it so seriously. We were firing the devil and Quedi, we were calling him all manner of names. And then there was this other one. It was called Joy, Joy, Joy in My Heart is Singing. Really, those were good old days. And I have just remembered, you guys, that I had a crush on that small boy, Joshua. Yeah? And you know what? In my head, I thought we would one day meet and get married. Kuba, I was just thinking. <laughs> hmm. Where? Hey, you know, they were the only kids, like, I would see that way, so... I would have very many fantasies. Uh, anyway, I'm happy to report that my type has since evolved. <laughs> and I thank God for that. I was young. In my defense, I was young and I didn't know any better. The only boys I was seeing were Kina Joshua <laughs> and those from school and you know, from church. So I wasn't exposed yet. But now I, I believe I can do a better job. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, uh, that's just something interesting I've just remembered. And then the Cedarmont kids uh, were these American kids who would sing these Bible songs like Wade in the Water, you know, and the B-I-B-L-E and Father Abraham, you know, and Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Oh my God, oh my days. Ah! What? Oh God. No, actually, like, Googled and I saw that um, those videos were made like in the 1980s. And then by the time, like, I was getting to watch them, they were, like, um, I was, like, almost 10 years old, 11 years old. So we didn't know they were that old. They are probably, like, in their 40s right now. So, like, my Sunday school playlist was lit. And no wonder I love music. You know, it started from far. It started from far. And a big shout-out to my mom who would... Um, you know, uh, come all the way to Nairobi to buy these um, CDs and VCDs. I think they were CDs and DVDs for me, Hapo Taveta Road. Hapo Taveta Road, they used to have some people selling. Um, I think they still they still do our too. They still sell uh, music and those Nigerian movies, Hapo Taveta Road. And then um, I would now teach the rest of the Sunday school kids these songs and precious, precious memories. And then something else I really liked were the camps we would have every holiday. My dad would organize for a certain Sunday school group and they would come from Nairobi and they had great trainers who would stay with us for like the whole week. And then they would teach us about God and salvation in general. And that's something I would really, really look forward to. And the best part about these camps were that they were open to children from other churches. So it was plenty of fun. I think like we'd have a hundred kids like coming over for like the whole week. And then I think on Saturday we'd have um, like... 
um, a concert to like finish it off. And then, yeah, also uh, our church was also known for having the biggest and the best concerts in Kitui town. Hey, my dad really used to outdo himself with the planning. Hey, hey. We got to experience um, some of the biggest gospel musicians at that time, the likes of Rafton, Pitson, Masimasika. You know, even Bahati before life and fame happened to him, you know, just to mention a few, like um I, like through by the grace of God, my dad like organized the best concerts um for the people in Kitui to experience and the biggest crusades. Like we would even have maximum melodies coming like every every holiday. And you know, at that time maximum melodies were the it group, you know. And it would be so much fun, like ah so so much fun. My my parents really did make my childhood very interesting in God, very interesting and very fun. And yeah, there was also a time when I was a teenager now, uh we had formed a dance group that was called PIs. PIs. <laughs> In short, I think it was Potter's, because uh, that's the name of the church, Potter's Ice. Ice to signify cool. Hey, imagine I'm telling you. And that group was the talk of the town, and you couldn't tell us anything. We had the coolest dancers and members of that group. It was so much fun. So many young people were drawn to church because of that. It would cut across like teenagers who are like um in class seven, eight, and then high schoolers. And then now during the holiday, um, it would just bloom and we would just have practice and rehearsals to just come and know uh, do great things on Sunday and it was really really wonderful and I would also attend this other Christian boarding camp which was known as Format. it still exists by the way and teenagers would come from various parts of the country um, to Format, and it's um it's a Christian camp by um, our family friends, um, mom and dad Kish. I know they listen to the podcast. Um, yeah, they do really, really great um, work with young people at Format. Um, they have this prayer center in Kitui, which is really um, quite well known, especially over the years. It's been there for years and the the boarding camp was so great and they really, really do a good job. And yeah, we are grateful for mom and dad Kish for all all the good work that they do. And then um but I must say that my best moments were those for, uh, when we went to visit children homes and the prison. Um, those were very humbling experiences that I will never take for granted. Uh, moments where we would just give and serve the community and just love on them. And that has shaped a big part of my life. I love serving people and I love helping people. And I can also say that I learned how to give from my parents. I know most times people in my life tell me, you're such a generous and a kind person. And I can just say that the um, I have really just learned this from my parents um, because I grew up seeing the many people my parents would take into our home and educate people not even not just from around Kitui or Kenya but people from even other countries like my parents would 
bring them home for years and educate them um and and I would grow up knowing and seeing these people as my sisters you know <laughs> because we'd spend so much time together at home for years literally and um you know they they were always extending their arms to help not just our relatives but even people who are new to us and my dad would drive um i remember my dad would many times especially at night would get calls that there there were emergencies with members of our congregation not even just from you know the the main church but even like our branches the branch church branches in the rural 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 parts of Kitui town and he would go to help them and like drive them to hospital and be there for them and he still da- does that till date my dad still still does that for anyone like when he gets a call he's he's just very concerned about the people he knows and people who need his help really so that's just what i grew up seeing and you see kids learn from seeing so i i guess that just makes me also who i am because of what i've grown up seeing you know and something else i also remember my dad doing is um he began a ministry of rehabilitating street children and educating them and even though it was hard and the kids would still uh, fall back into drugs and they would es- escape from school and church he still kept at it and i know one of them actually who just who kept studying finished his kcpe uh, did his kcsc went to university graduated with a degree and i hear he's planning to Uh, pursue a master's degree can you imagine just from the rehabilitation program um that my dad began and just so many acts of kindness that i can't you know mention them all here but it's just things that attributed to my growth and to the overall person i am today and um Yeah my my parents are really really amazing hence <laughs> the special dedication of this podcast and so something i have learned from them and something that i practice is even with the little i have i often strive to share and to just be a blessing and i have found that in the same way god is always so kind and generous with me also he has surely not withheld no good thing from me which he says in psalms 84 uh, verse 11 The scripture says for the Lord God is our sun and our shield he gives us grace and glory the Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right such a powerful scripture to know that the Lord is our sun and our shields right he shines to us light and he also shields us you know from situations that are harsh or not favorable to us and he gives us grace and glory to get through this life when situations are hard he gives us grace and he gives us glory so that we can shine and manifest of his goodness so that when people see you they see Jesus in you hallelujah <laughs> and he also goes to say um the psalmist also goes to say that, that the lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right and i have lived um to testify that this is actually true from you know my s- s- small experience in this life indeed i have known that the lord will withhold no good thing from 
those who do right by him and i know you probably wonder why i am sharing all this and that's because of the scripture in proverbs 22 verse 6 which says train up a child in the way he should go teaching him to seek god's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents even when he is old he will not depart from it so i am grateful to my parents for bringing me up in a godly way they taught me how to pray how to love how to serve and honor god they invested in my life and always kept reminding me um that this life is meaningless without god and even though i had my moments uh where i struggled with my identity it didn't take long before finding my way back and so in the same way i pledged to raise my children uh in the same manner because i have tasted and i have seen how beautiful life with god is um i wouldn't have it any other way i might have struggled understanding why my parents loved god as they did but now i see and i understand it wholly and they were right and if you didn't come from a christian background that's still fine um now you're born again you have the opportunity to start this culture with your family and your children and they will thank you for it my parents both came from strong christian homes and so they just passed down to me what was passed down to them um my maternal grandmother is almost 90 years old and every day she still wakes up at 4 a.m to pray for her children grandchildren and great grandchildren and we are almost 100 and she does this every day with no fail and i'm so happy to see that the same way my parents raised me is how they are raising my young sister um she loves god and she also leads a group of children who sing in church and she's very prayerful too and she's only eight years old you know and sometimes she prays and we all look at her and we're so surprised because her prayers hold so much weight for a girl who's just about to turn eight years old um she's really filled with the holy spirit and we thank god and she recently requested for us to get her those animated children bibles and um, she's been crying for one and she she's been asking for one and it just warms my heart to see her growing up um in a way that loves god and desires to serve god and so you too you can be that person who introduces christianity and faith and a sincere love for god in your generation and so with these many words i just want to to say thank you to my parents for their endless love and support um they have shown me what life in christ means and looks like um and they took me to the best best schools that equipped me with the skills to communicate with you today on this podcast and to even produce and record and edit um this podcast something that is done by a team of people um, i'm able to do by myself and um i just want to say thank you mom and dad for investing your finances you know to get me educated this is something i'm always telling you mom and dad but i just want to say it again when the whole world is hearing um thank you for investing your finances to get me educated not because um you had no other better place to invest um in but 
because you always want what's best for me and above all thank you for introducing me to god which is the best gift you have given me to date um you have witnessed my spiritual growth as well as you know, my dad uh, baptized me when i was 18 years old and i remember when i first started speaking in tongues which is last year my parents were the first people i told and also when i decided to begin this podcast i shared my vision with them and they prayed for me they encouraged me and they supported me in all ways emotionally spiritually and financially so thank you mom and dad i have learned and i am learning how to be a good parent and a good christian through you and i pray that god will satisfy you with long long prosperous and happy lives so that i can continue making you proud thank you for investing in me thank you for seeing me thank you for embracing me and accepting me thank you for loving me i love you mom and dad and um with that said that brings us to the end of this episode <laughs> today was just gonna be short and sweet light-hearted and please do share with me your favorite sunday school memories as well as some of the rituals you intend to pass on to your children also don't forget to rate follow and share this podcast with your family and friends um god bless you have a beautiful week bye